Ciao, Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe Love and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. This episode of the Breathe Love and Magic podcast is a bit different. I'm going to be talking about blanket statements, generalizations, and the truth. (laughs) That sounds like a big deal, doesn't it? I'm willing to admit this is a bit of a rant, but maybe you'll feel the same way about what got under my skin. So here goes. It all started when I read this book recently called The Golden Codes of Shambhala, written by Giorgio Malonis. I might not have said that right, but anyway, he's a teacher and author of energy healing methods, personal development, and spiritual advancement. He also founded the School of Reiki in Athens, Greece. Very nice. The codes are something Giorgio requested from the universe, or maybe his guides, and channeled them to uplift humanity and multiply the energies of love, light, and happiness. I took that off the book jacket, the book cover. He recommends repeating the codes as a complete group uh, for a week, and then you can choose the codes you want to focus on, etc., etc. Anyway, in the book, there is a frequently asked questions section. And one of the questions was, are the codes related to magic? I thought that was a great question. You know me, a lover of magic, I want to know the answer to that. But it seems Giorgio doesn't share my opinion with magic, his answer drew my wrath. He said that magic has been associated with negativity and low vibe energy and teachings. As the codes are very high vibe, his answer about are they magical is no, they are not related to magic. My immediate thought was, what do you mean magic is low vibe? What do you mean it's negative? And who are you to make such a pronouncement about magic? If his codes aren't magical, why would I bother with them? That's what I want to know. This infuriates me, can you tell? Because this man is clearly not speaking from first-hand knowledge of magic. Instead, he probably just answered casually without real thought without any regard for implications of his statement, you know, according to me. Most likely, his response is based purely on hearsay about magic, not firsthand. You know, stuff other people have said who aren't into magic, like teachers or articles in magazines or books or maybe stuff online. Maybe this idea of magic being low vibe stems from his religious beliefs then I could see how he got to this conclusion. But for me, that still doesn't make it right. 
Looking from a religious point of view, his codes might not meet with approval either since they did not come directly from the official Bible. Something to think about, Giorgio. Anyway, let's go back and define magic. What is magic to you? For me, magic is the divine spark, and it's meant for the common good. Magic is the synchronicities when everything falls into place and flows beautifully. Magic is the aha moments we have when we can finally see and gain clarity about something that's been troubling or confusing us. And magic can be something unexpected and absolutely wonderful. Wikipedia says magic is a way to bring about a desired change in the physical world through your will. Okay, that's not how I think about it, but I get it. Creating an outcome I desire sounds a lot like manifesting. When I do manifesting work, I call upon the powers of the universe for help. So I don't think of it as only relying on my own will. I see it as aligning with the forces of the universe to be in the flow. That is how the outcome I desire comes to be. As it should be when everything is going in the right direction for the good of all concerned. The universe to me is a godly force and that is why I feel the same way about magic. That it's part of that divine plan. But I'll tell you one thing, magic is not for me. It's not negative. It's not low vibe. How is magic negative? Oh no, that is not true in the least in my world. Now, I can't speak for all magic, just like Giorgio can't speak for all magic. And that's probably what made me the maddest, because that blanket statement or generalization that magic is low vibe is a load of crap. On the flip side, just because you're a spiritual person doesn't mean you're high vibe. And just because you're into magic doesn't mean you're low vibe. This type of generality always gets on my nerves. What do you think? I've seen this a lot, if I'm going to be honest. I'm sure there are times when I've been guilty of this kind of black and white thinking. It happens to all of us. As a love coach for nearly 20 years, women come to me with a mindset that all men cheat, all men lie, all men suck. This is absurd. It's just as absurd as saying all magic is low vibe. Absolutely not true. Blanket statements are never true based on simple statistical data. The odds are completely against any generalization always being true. It's mathematically impossible. Going back to the dating story, are there men that suck? Sure. And women who suck as well, right? Oh, yeah. Are there men who cheat and lie and misrepresent themselves? Of course. Of course there are. And be honest, women can be guilty of such behavior too. But the idea that all men are bad and all women are wonderful is, again, ridiculous. There is a percentage of good and bad in any group you think about. 
When we choose to believe that something is only one way, we denounce a big chunk of what is possible or true. Even the truth is not actually black and white. It's hard to believe, but often there is not just one truth. You see this with eyewitnesses who report different viewpoints about the exact same event. Perception comes from the perspective of the individual perceiving it. We all have filters that give everything we see, think, or do our own personalized twist, right? There's no denying that. It's a fact. I found this interesting book one time in a roadside stop. It's a quirky little place that sells hot chocolate and coffee, sandwiches, french fries, and books. Crazy as it sounds, they give out a free book with every purchase. At least they used to. In addition, they had a really big used bookstore downstairs. It was packed with all sorts of subject matter. And I loved stopping at this place on the way to Boston from my home in Connecticut. Anyway... The last time I went there, I got two books at the same time. The first one was an encyclopedia of Freemasonry from 1898. It was a huge, cool book. I've been incredibly curious about Freemasons for a long time, which is a secret male society that supposedly started back in in ancient Israel when King Solomon was building the temple. I no longer have that book, though, because every time I opened it, I'd see, in my mind's eye, of course, these big, ugly worms crawl out from the pages. Ah, so creepy. They weren't real worms, but they were so creepy. I just had to give the book away. So I had a friend whose husband had been a Freemason, and I gave it to him, and he was thrilled. Anyway, the other book I purchased was a very slim volume by Emily Cady called Lessons in Truth, published in 1938 by the Unity Church. I cracked open this little treasure, and the very first thing I read was this. Whoever you are that reads these words, seeking truth, know you are not seeking God, but God is seeking you. Your longing for greater manifestation is the eternal energy that holds the worlds in their orbits. You need not worry. You need not be anxious. You need not strive. Only let it. Learn how to let it. At the time, this was the exact message I needed. And, you know, to be honest, I could still learn that lesson a few more times probably because I'm not so good at the art of allowing. (laughs) When you just have to let it be or let it happen or let it go, I'm still working on that. But anyway... It's pretty magical. It's pretty magical that I opened to that passage in that book. It's pretty magical that I found both of those books. Where's the low vibe or the negativity in those stories? Well, there were those worms, but that's another story. And I just think that was keeping people who the book didn't want to read it from reading it. I know that sounds probably a little out there, but anyway. Another time, a friend of mine channeled for me about truth. And what she said still resonates and sticks with me today so much that I'm going to tell you the story. She said, truth is like a ball. 
as you move over the surface, you can see more of the truth around the curve. In other words, you can't see the whole truth from any one position because it's sort of over the horizon. You'll get more information and maybe a different view on truth, just like those eyewitnesses. Understanding the truth could really be a lifetime of work, so we're not going to try to do that in this episode of the podcast. Ha ha ha. Anyway, what's the bottom line here? What am I getting at? Well, I reject Giorgio's statement that magic is low vibe and related to negative practices or negative energy or negative anything. As a result, now I have to decide if I want to reject his codes as well. To me, he is coming from a negative place, not allowing for things he doesn't know much about. Think about it. He could have said his codes were not magic without dissing all magic, don't you think? He could have said the codes are not magic. They were channeled from a high source of light and wisdom. But then it seems to allude to the idea that magic is not from a high source, I guess, doesn't it? Okay, he could have said, I don't think of them as being magical, but you might. Ah, this allows for him to not associate with magic yet, leave room for others who appreciate magic. That works. Now, if I reject his codes because they are not made of magic, then I am being the same way he is, right? But from the opposite point of view. That's something for me to think about. What I could do is say this. I'm not sure about these golden codes of Shambhala. I'm not sure they're my kind of magic. I'm not sure they resonate with me. Because they could resonate with a lot of other people. And they could be truth for them. And they could really work for them. So for me, the jury is still out on the codes. I haven't decided. Because, honestly, if they don't work like magic, I just don't know why I would bother using them. There is no answer except one. What works for me is up to me. But I don't need to deny anyone else of their own ways of being or moving through this world so long as they are not harming any others in the process. That feels good. Okay, for now I'm done. I'm hopping off the soapbox to go on with the rest of my day. I hope I have given you something to think about. As always, wishing you love and magic. Please share this with someone you love if it feels right to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it, write a positive review if you feel inspired, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day.